If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine, recording here in Baltimore, Maryland. Today, we're doing a unique, first-ever hot seat-type episode. We'll explain in a moment. But before we do, let's say a quick shout-out to our friends. Hustlers, we've got some things you don't want to miss. Thanks to our friends over at Team Snap for today's communication tip of the episode. This week, coaches, I'd like to ask you a question. How often do you rehearse what you're going to communicate? See, a lot of the great communicators and many of the communicators that I've had a chance to study and to listen to, they are always rehearsing their message prior to giving it. So they're going to have a big conversation or a big proposal or even a big talk. They will go through it once or twice in their head and sometimes even out loud they will rehearse it. They want to make sure the message is going to be communicated crystal clear and they are on top of everything they need to communicate. So this week i like you to... Go through the practice of rehearsing your message prior to giving it. Maybe you have a big conversation. Maybe you have a talk you need to give. Prior to doing it, go through a proper rehearsing process and allow your communication to thrive because of it. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap for today's communication tip of the episode. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com to learn more about their number one communication app serving over 15 million people across the globe. TeamSnap.com to learn more today. And secondly, thanks to our friends over at Shot Tracker for all their support of the Hardwood Hustle. Davion and his entire team over at Shot Tracker are changing the game with their new high-level analytics as they are bringing these analytics to the masses. What most people only thought was available and affordable by the pros is now available and affordable to you, the everyday high school coach, no matter where you are in the country. If you're interested in having your gym and your team outfitted with the new Shot Tracker team technology, make sure you check out ShotTracker.com to learn more today. TJ, this is a new one. We're going to have some fun. I'm already fired up for this one. It's a hot seat episode. This is an idea that was generated from Mr. TJ Rosine himself, but it is going to simply just be a rapid fire back and forth hot seat question Q&A. Yep. You're just going to throw some at me. I'm going to throw some at you. They're going to be about all different topics, stuff that I'm interested about you. You're interested in my perspective on things. There's going to be basketball questions, leadership questions, life questions, relationship questions. We're going to go for a little while and have some fun. Let's do it. I'm going to start you off. Go for it. Uh, you're the you're the, the GM of an NBA team, and you can have any coach in the league. Who do you take and why? If I could take any coach in the league, I think I'm taking Steve Kerr. Hmm. I think Steve Kerr has the perfect balance between old school understanding, you know, uh, deep understanding of the game, X's and O's, at the same time being able to connect with today's younger players. I just think he's got this perfect blend. Second runner-up would be Brad Stevens. Yeah, that's who I'd go with. I'm going with Brad Stevens. Okay. Have you ever thought about giving up on being an Atlanta Hawks fan? Um. 
Has it ever crossed your mind? It's actually physically happened. I've, I've given up on being a Hawks fan several, <laughs> oh, okay. several times, actually. So, um, yeah. You know what's funny for me with Coach? I, I wonder if other people feel this way. A lot of times I um, – my my love for my team, I, I think for you, you love the Wizards, right? Yes. My love for the team somewhat rides on the characters. You know, I've always been a Notre Dame football fan, and when I love the Notre Dame coach, I'm all in. And when I'm kind of like, eh, right? Who, who was the coach you loved? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, there's Lou Holtz. I loved oh, Lou okay. Holtz when he was there, and Ty Willingham. Like, there's different yeah, like ones. Ty. And there's certain people that came through. Like, even when Charlie Weiss was there, it was just like, he was arrogant to me, you know, so I never loved him, even though I wanted to love him. So my 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 feelings went the same way. Brian, Ke- Brian Kelly. Yeah, and then like so right. Eh, I I don't yeah, yeah okay. you know. So but then so then when you look at like the Hawks right now, I, I like our coach and he's a good guy. Like, but I don't even know the other players. I don't think we're known for like playing hard or whatever. So I'm not I'm not in love with the Hawks right now. Fair. You know. So yeah, I, I can I can I can be fickle. I definitely can be fickle, um, no doubt about that. Um, a little bit deeper question, um, you know, he, here for you. If you were um, the head coach of a basketball team in high school right now, what would be uh, the number one focus of your program? Building relationships with one another. Yeah. Having a tight, tight bond where we love one another. We're going to be in it together we are going to push each other we're going to hold each other accountable um i i'd say building a a deep tight bond of relationships like it yep um i just think so much comes from that Mm -hmm. you can do so much the energy the the i mean people want to be there you can spend more time together just so much happens when you've got deep deep relationships all right tj has a player ever gotten phys- has had like a physical altercation with you? <laughs> Man, gosh, I got some younger day stories when it comes to. I've never actually asked you that. Has a player ever like altercations um, came at you or anything man, like that? So I, I don't want to use I don't want to use the the names, but I can. I mean, I know we're in a hot seat. I can give you two quick stories. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> I had the uh, leading scorer in the country. This was like my fourth year as a coach. I was young, 26 years old. And, um, and he lived in the gray area, just lived there. We had NBA scouts from all over the country coming to see him. He's a six seven two guard, averaging like 33 points a game. Like, he was legit. And uh, um, But he had the typical, you know, I'm the best in the gym, right? So I ended up bringing up this, recruiting this kid, Poor kid from Jacksonville, Florida, tough as nails, but just good, hard-nosed kid, right? Get in transition. The, the one player that's the All-American, whatever, goes up for a layup. He comes from out of nowhere and contested on the glass, you know. And um, the kid from Jacksonville comes up there and contested on the glass, and immediately the other kid was like – the other the other player was kind of upset about it and um, – and uh, and in my younger day, I mean, obviously I wouldn't say this today, but uh, I was just so tired of his bickering. And I knew this kid that I recruited was tougher. I said, you know what? Enough of this, man. I was like, I- I'm good with just locking the door. And I'll just say C for that name. You do what you got to do. We've all had enough of it. Somebody go lock that door and somebody go lock that door. And, uh, and 
it dissipated, thank God. It dissipated, you know, and I think... But Are you saying lock that door and you lock that door? It's just going to be me and you? No, it was going to be the two of them. Like I, Oh, the two of them. The okay. two of them. I was. I, I knew as a coach I couldn't physically touch somebody, right? But I also was trying to give this player the right to say, you know what? Because in my day, like when I was playing, I would have said enough. But they were all trying to do the right thing. And I said, that's enough, you know? And so I, that, that's one. And the second one is a... Uh, this was me involved in this one. <laughs> this was the younger brother, okay, of one of the all-time craziest NFL wide receivers that's ever played the game. Okay. And he's playing for us. I know exactly who it is. And, um, and uh, he wasn't a bad guy at all, but like the brother in the NFL, had a switch. And uh, something happened in a play. And uh, he literally picked up the point guard, flipped him over, and body slammed him. Like WWF style. Did this go viral, like video-wise? No, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay. no. This was in an old dingy gym okay. downstairs, just the team there. like you and, know. And this was your player? This was my player. And body slams the point guard like a WWF match, right? I mean, just picked him up. And this kid was looking at the point guard, was looking at me, and I'm – I got mad, you know. I was like, "What are you doing?" You know, I started yelling at him, and I he came to me, you know, and I was mad. And I was yelling at him, and we were coming for each other, and uh, and it was going to happen. Our players got in the middle of it and broke it up, but it was going to happen because he had this look in his eyes. You know how people have a switch. He had that look in his eyes, like he did not care anymore. To his credit, like you know. I had a temper too, and all that. And the next day, we talked about it. He was genuinely sorry, and he acknowledged the fact that, like, I don't know what happened, you know. But we still had to deal with it because you body slammed a teammate, right? <laughs> like, it literally body slammed a teammate. And the other, I think, the other point guard didn't even know if he wanted to play basketball anymore. He's like, I don't know if I ever want to do this. So we had to deal with the situation. But it was literally a situation where it, it was about to get really ugly, and and uh, and it, I'm really glad it didn't because. One, I think I'd have been in a little bit of trouble in this situation. Big dude, and more so than it was a big dude. You ever seen that look in somebody's uh, eyes? Like yeah, he, he was not. He was, himself. He was a killer that moment. He was not himself. You know, and he acknowledged that the next day, like he almost like he didn't it's, remember. It's happening. scary actually when they get yeah. to that place. So, anyways, hey, I, that, that was a good question. A long, long-winded answer there, but yeah, it's been uh, some close calls. But uh, yeah, yeah, your greatest memory as an athlete. Greatest memory. As an athlete, I think you know. I'd say, I'd say it was the fact that making the playoffs in high school, my senior year, um, we hadn't made the playoffs in years back in my high school. So, like making the playoffs, like for the first time in a long time, and that journey going through the playoffs, my senior year as a football team, um, I think that was just a special moment. It just meant a lot. Great group of guys to play alongside. So I, that's what I would I'd go there. Nice. Does Aaron, your wife, mm-hmm. tell you and coach you and critique you after games? Uh, yeah, she subtly comes at it, but how does she do? It? Eventually, gets to the point. Um, it'll be some little, some little comment like, <laughs> "What did she say the other night?" Uh, after she's like, "Oh." Um, have y'all have y'all uh, started working on defense yet? 
<laughs> oh I'm man. Like, are you are you kidding me? And she's like, oh, I mean, I didn't know if you. I'm like, we've been practicing for two weeks, you know. Like, what? She's like, oh, okay. I was just wondering. If, and I'm like, okay, you know, she'll say something like that to lead into. Uh, oh, into the, into Aaron, the you're the best. You're yeah. the best. Um, all right, got one for you, Mister Lead 'em Up. Right, you lead athletes all over the country on leadership and 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 how to how to grow and what's the one thing that you preach that you weren't what a great question what is the one i mean without a doubt i know which i know exactly what i preach that i'm not good at yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'm not I'm not the best listener. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not the best listener. And I, I admit, trust me, why, my wife brings this up to me all the time. And, and you go around teaching listening <laughs> sessions. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I admit I'm not the best listener. And my wife reminds me and she calls me out. And I certainly feel convicted at times when I teach the listening you know, program. Yeah. Is what it is, hmm. and I always I'm a better teacher than I am listener. I appreciate the uh, truth. Listen to what I say, not what I do. Right? I hate that quote, but <laughs> in this particular instance, yes, I got to yes. go with it. Okay, how about this one, um, TJ? You know, what is the last thing that your assistant coaches have really annoyed or upset you over? <laughs> Great, <laughs> annoyed or upset me over. Um. Gosh, that's a really good question. I, got, I mean, first of all, I got phenomenal guys. I mean, they're really. We don't need the disclaimer. Yeah, they're know, not. Listen, no, they're, they're not going to get they're, upset. They're really good guys. Um, I, w- I would have to say probably um, maybe uh, not following through on like something that ended up I get an email about. You know, like so talk to so and so teacher. Like that's one of my pet peeves. Like when I put something to bed and then they're like, I got it, I got it, and then it doesn't get done. You know. And I get an email back about it. Oh, like oh yeah, I was gonna do that. I, I, it, it doesn't happen often, but I think that's the one where it's like I thought that was handled, and I, I put that in your hands, yeah. and this makes me look bad like that it cl- wasn't. Handled. Like in your mind, you closed the loop. Yeah, and in their mind, I didn't. Maybe so. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's one probably just in general with anybody. So there isn't anything with. specific. Anything? There wasn't anything fun for this discussion there, that you could bring up. No, there's not anything. Let's keep this going for a little bit longer. I like this. Fun, yeah. Okay, um, so my turn, right? Yeah. That's my a question for you. Um, all right, here's my question for you. Uh, this is a little bit more of a serious one. Um, I don't believe you. Would go no, for it. no, it, okay. it really is. Like, um, you know, career-wise, like legacy-wise. If you were to um, just create your own legacy and you had to sum it up in one sentence, you know, this is what you're leaving the world, what would it be? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, obviously you can tell by listening to this episode that we did not rehearse these questions. Yeah. Okay? We did not write them down. Uh, we did not share them with each other. They are coming right on the fly. So this is a big one on the fly. Yeah. And um, I would say in a single sentence, my legacy is a contagiously infectious personality that loved life and loved others and helped get them to places they couldn't get on their own. 
Love it. Good answer. Good answer. Went on the spot. That was a really good answer. Remember we said before this episode they're going to be light. We said we were going to be a little <laughs> bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> all right. So, no, that was, hey, I appreciate that. All right. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Um, TJ, um, what is one of the – give me something that you're not proud of that you've done in the last year. Uh, something I'm not proud of that I've done in the last year. Oh, man. Um cocaine no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 so i've done the last year that i'm not proud of um you know i think the one uh thing that i often wish that i would take back is um probably my 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 harshness to players like i think there's a lot of times i've used cutting words where it was in the heat of the moment where i'm an intense guy and i and i i bail myself out with they know how much i love them you know uh, mm-hmm. But I knew that comment. I, I think there's three or four comments that I, I said in the heat of the moment to push somebody that, you know, I had to go back and apologize for. And, and I did apologize for, but I probably still wish I would not have let it go um, in those scenarios. I think it's interesting you added that little by line there of saying, you know, you cover it up by saying, oh, they know how much I love them. Yeah. Because I think coaches do that. I think we all do that. Yeah. Right? Oh, he knows. He knows I've got his heart, his back. Right. Yeah, but he still shouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, We've got four more minutes okay. of back and forth. Four more minutes of back and forth. I got, uh, so I got just a quick one for you right here. Um, it, it could be anything, um, any job in the world that you're not right now, what would it be? That's a great question. Um, I would probably say probably own, own an NBA team. Own an NBA team. Yeah. All right, good. Probably own an NBA team. All right, TJ. Yep. If you could get plastic surgery on anything on your body, what would you get? Gosh, man. I mean, my, I mean, my, I mean, according to my wife, nothing. But uh, uh, if that plastic surgery on anything uh, on my body, how does he feel good about this question? Um, well, as I get older, it's definitely hard to lose the pounds around the waist. So okay. I, I def probably a little lipo there. Okay. That's what I'd go with. A little, little, little light. Yeah, um, yeah. A all-time favorite NBA player. All-time favorite NBA player is um, honestly, I think I'd maybe say Chris Webber. Maybe. Wow. You know, I was number four in high school because of Chris Webber. Really? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I read a story. Was it his grandfather that was lynched that he saw? I can't remember. And he gave a story. It was a really good story. I was, just thought it was neat what he overcame, and he's one of my favorite players at the time. Like, trust me, man. I wanted those Kings teams to win so bad. Yeah. The Maloof brothers and uh, the Maloof brothers were kind of the first Cuban. Yeah, they they were. I mean, that was so fun. Vladi, Bibby, Peja, yeah. um, uh, Doug Christie. You know, that was just a cool team. I loved their uniforms. But I had that love affair with C-Webb because I had the Bullets. Because remember, he was with the Bullets. Yeah. And I, I just thought I thought C-Webb was just cool. Yeah. I thought he was cool. Yep. yep. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Okay, that that um, I like that question, actually. So I'm going to kind of go. Um, who's the coach in the country currently you study the most? High school, any level. The one coach that you study, kind of observe, pay attention to? The most in the country. Wow. I think I try to study a variety of coaches, but um, hmm, I think the one that I've – you know, 
I think the one that left our game the most is not living anymore, you know, but I had a special, you know, story connected Don Meyer. I just felt like he left you were go there. so it's many like, nuggets. It's going to be it's current. Current coach, yeah, um, that I study the most. You know, I, I study probably Brad Stevens' leadership stuff, but I, some of the NBA stuff is not always applicable basketball-wise because the college game is different. But I, I feel like I study his stuff. I also really enjoy studying uh, Tom Izzo, um, and some of the, you know, just some of the things that he does. So, yeah, those right. both those guys are good. Final questions. You ask me, and I'll ask you, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, okay. Um, man, I'm going to just leave you an easy one. Where are you going to retire to? I know everyone's listening to this that knows me and say, you, you better say Maryland because you talk about yeah. it all the time. Um, you know, my hope is um, – it may not be Maryland simply because cost of living in Maryland is pretty tough. So I'll probably want to pay for cash on a home when I'm 55 or so when I sell these two. So I'd say South Carolina maybe. Damn. Probably okay. out near you. See you see, see at the beach, baby. Hey, I mean, South Carolina's got a good blend. You know, yeah. it's like I don't like Florida. Florida Florida's just never huh? – I've never been a big Florida guy. It's too sandy. Just, I don't know. South Carolina. South Carolina, North Carolina, that type of thing. In a few years, we're going to hold the annual Hardwood Hustle listeners reunion get-together, and it's going to be in Hilton Head for sure. That'd be awesome. Yes. We'll play some tennis. Let's do it. All right, last question for you, TJ. And then this was fun. You've asked some great questions, but uh, let, let's end on this one here. Um, if you could – and I'm, I'm thinking of a good one. I'm trying to think of a good one here because I want to end on a good note here. Um Better than the plastic surgery question. I mean, that was pretty good. Pretty good. I, mean, I don't know if you beat that one, but yeah. <laughs> so if um, if you had a thousand dollar shopping spree gift card, yes, clothing, apparel, all clothing wise, yeah, what would TJ Rosine be dressed in? <laughs> like, what would you be rocking if you had a thousand dollar shopping spree gifted to you? I'm not. So, what store would I go to? Just, just. What would your outfit look like if you just could like deck yourself out? Oh man, honestly, it would be um, it would be a uh, a pair of Brooks running shoes, <laughs> which I wear all the time. <laughs> it would so be a it would be a super comfortable uh, pair of sweatpants. And then Lululemon, it, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. No, I'm no. Easy. Serious. I'm Lululemon's yeah. men's pants and a, and are a the best in the really business. comfortable fitting T-shirt. Um, okay. Yeah, and I, I, I just uh, like a little Under Armour. Yeah. Or, uh, no, I mean like the Hardwood Hustle that material, that okay. walk and love material. Yeah, fifty fifty blends. Yeah, fifty fifty blend shirt right there, and uh, it'd be that simple, man. It would be that simple. That's my that's my these, outfit. These Brooks running shoes, man. Yeah. Well, I asked my assistant coaches about him, and they said, you know, listen, we definitely wouldn't wear them, but, Coach, you can pull it off. So they were either blowing smoke. Blowing, they are. Or blowing smoke. <laughs> pull them off. Cause, can we take a picture? I've got a clip on my sh- on my shoelaces, so I don't – this is your dad to a T. So I don't have to tie these. You know, you just pull them on and off. And if they still sold Velcro, I'd be buying Velcro. Listen, the only thing that makes those not my dad's is you did not buy those at Costco. Okay. Because that's where Fair my enough. dad's tennis <laughs> shoes are from. <laughs> Fair enough. 
enough. Listen, hey, hot seat, back and forth Q&A. Just some random questions, some different perspectives on both TJ and myself. Hopefully you enjoyed it. It's our first time ever doing it. We'd love some feedback. Did you enjoy this or did you really not find any value on this? I don't know. Yeah. If you didn't find the value, blame it on TJ. It was TJ's uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, well, you didn't. The prerequisite was not value. You just said, yeah, hey, you get to know us a little bit better. Those of you that listen, you I, I learned some things about you. I learned about you. So uh, we enjoyed it. Even if you didn't enjoy it, we enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for indulging with us. I am Adam. He is TJ. Together, we are the Hardwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out. <laughs>